Hi there, and welcome to the Have I Ever Loved Myself podcast, a safe space to talk about daily struggles, relationships, and ways to practice self-love. My name is Maria, and I've been struggling with my mental health and self-hatred for years, until I realized that the only way to achieve your optimal health and performance is through self-love. So I started my journey and created this podcast to share what I've learned, and hopefully we can help each other overcome whatever it is you're struggling with. Hello, hello. How are you doing, guys? I hope you guys are doing well. And I am back with a new episode. And today I just wanted to talk about the guilt that we feel after a relationship ends in our lives. It can be friendly, it can be romantic, it can be professional, whatever it is, when it doesn't end organically, you know how people sometimes just drift apart or move or something else happens that kind of like for when it ends because of an external reason, um, we don't tend to feel guilty just because we tend the, we think it's a natural course of events. But when uh, it is a breakup, and I'm not even necessarily talking about a romantic breakup, um, we tend to think that um, it was our fault, especially if the other party initiates it, and especially if they are mean to us in the process and they're kind of like blaming us. So um, it's normal. It's perfectly normal to feel guilty after a relationship ends. Because guilt is our way to kind of stay in control. Because if we blame ourselves, sorry, I just got a message if you heard that sound. Uh, But again, I don't edit the episodes. So um, (laughs) I'm talking to you like I would talk to a friend. So this is my format. So (laughs) I will leave it here on purpose. Um, Anyway, um, guilt is our way to regain control. Because if we know that we are guilty we kind of like can come up with a plan of uh, things that we can change, of how we can fix things. And that way we think we are controlling the situation. When in reality, I know it's, um, it's a pretty basic statement, but it takes two to tango. Always, always, always. There is not a single situation where there is only one person who is to blame for the consequences. So, um, but even like, even if you accept that the other party's um, guilty too, you still can feel guilty because you did your share. Maybe you did something to provoke them. Maybe you did something to trigger their traumas and stuff like this. Uh, Well, the thing is, um, first of all, you have to come to terms with the fact that feeling guilty is unproductive. This is a low vibrational emotion. It doesn't elevate your experience. It doesn't uh, help you live your life. It just slows you down and it just holds you in the past when in reality we uh, need to live in, live in the present. And um, you can certainly analyze the situations and make conclusions and decide that you will never be going, you are never going to behave a certain way to not even for the other person, but for yourself. Because probably you did some things that, um, like, we're not perfect, right? And we all do some things that um, we do not like and they're suboptimal in a relationship. Um, And you can just think about it with a cool head and just realize that, okay, this was wrong. Uh, This was a triggering situation for me. This is a pattern that I don't want to repeat. And kind of, like, talk about it with your therapist if you have one or just psychoanalyze it yourself to the best of your ability. Listen to people talking about a specific problem. Like for example, for me, that would be um, attachment issues. Uh, I'm much, much, much better um, than I used to be in my previous relationships. But uh, sometimes people still get triggered, right? Sometimes when 
uh, other things. Usually, right now, I'm a, I would say I'm very, very aware of my patterns, and I can very well communicate it to <clears throat> my potential partners or my actual partners what I need and um, just what, what what my needs are and how I how they would can help me to feel less triggered. But um, the thing is, we cannot avoid being triggered whatsoever, right? Some there, there will be days when you're just tired or sleep deprived, or maybe something else is happening on the background, something bad happened, or maybe there is just too much going on and you just don't have the same capacity for self-control and you will get triggered more and that is okay. Um, but it's my job to work on it. So I constantly talk about, about it with my therapist, about my triggers, about my abandonment issues, about my attachment style and things like that. And I've developed a lot of coping mechanisms, a lot of strategies that help me. So um, again, like I don't beat myself up every day about uh, the things that I did wrong in my friendly and romantic and professional relationships. I'm just, I came to terms that with the fact that I have this, this is my personality trait and this is to a degree, this is going to be with me forever, but it's something I can work with. It's something I can handle. It's something I can control now. And this is a completely different attitude rather than just sitting, um, sitting like lying in bed and crying about it. You know what I mean? It's the same that, um, I don't know if you guys listen to the episode with my personal story, but there, um, go and listen to it. Um, if you want, because there I talk about my personal story with eating disorders. I struggled with a lot of them for 10 years, basically every eating disorder there is, you name it, I've had it. And, and uh, right now, would I, can I say that I don't have the thoughts? No, I do have the thoughts. And sometimes I do get triggered. For example, sometimes if people tell me, oh, wow, that's a lot of food. And I know they're just making an observation. And I know they're not implying that, oh, my God, you're so fat. Oh my God, how can you eat that? Uh, don't you see that you need to lose weight? Like that's how I would interpret it before, like 10 years ago, it would drive me crazy and I would probably just not eat. But now I'm like, if it's my partner, I would say, hey, this is triggering me. Can you please like not make comments like this in the future? Because this puts me in, in a really, really bad place. And, or I can just brush it off, you know, it can be like, oh, okay, this, this is not about me. You know, you know that, oh, Maria, you know that you eat healthy, you know that you are healthy, you have a healthy, healthy lifestyle, you work out a lot, even if it is a lot of food, so what? You, if you want it, you can eat it. And it took me a long time, but I got there. And it's the same with our relationship triggers. It's only your job to work on it and identify them and uh, stop beating yourself up. Because if I um, was blaming myself for feeling what I, whatever I'm feeling, this will this will get me nowhere. And yeah, it is what it is. So I'm just concentrating on the present and what I can do in the present moment to fix the issue and to help the situation. With that, if you're interested in the idea of more living in the present and sort of like practicing detachment, um, that's kind of like another side. Um, you kind of like, you can read more about, uh, stoicism, which is the philosophy basically that says you cannot get attached to anything because everything in life is temporary except for yourself. And you just cannot get attached to anything, objects or people. You can just live in the present and enjoy what you have. 
of course, like it has its flaws and it has a lot of criticism. And I'm not saying you should follow it to the T. And maybe I'll actually record an episode about it one day. Uh, but it's a nice idea just because we sometimes get overly attached to our routines, our habits, the things that we have, the apartment that we live in, the people that surround us. And you honestly, you cannot. You can only get attached to yourself because the only thing that you have is yourself. And even then, you are changing too. You're developing, you're evolving. You are interacting with new people that affect you. And even you don't stay the same every day. Every day you evolve. So honestly, you cannot get attached to anything um, to the point where it will affect your mental state. This is what I mean. Um, in the initial stages, if you just started feeling, if you just, uh, something just happened, like you have a, you had a fight or a breakup or maybe like a client dropped you or maybe you had a falling out with a friend, if you apologize to yourself and apologize to them, think about all the things that they did wrong and uh, it will help you to not to blame yourself less because you will see that they are not perfect either. And then think about all the things that you did wrong and apologize to them. And this will, this will help you too because you will get some sort of closure. And it doesn't have to be in person. Maybe, you, maybe the person was really mean to you at the end. Um, or maybe they just don't want to talk to you or they blocked you or whatever. It doesn't have to be in person. You can just write a letter. You can write a letter of apology to yourself and to the person. And uh, this helps you a lot. And if you keep feeling guilty, keep writing the letters. If more things are coming up that you're feeling guilty about, just keep writing. And eventually, your brain will analyze the whole situation and you'll realize it's like venting, right? You vent and vent and vent and then one day you wake up and you realize that, okay, I, I can actually survive without venting today and this will be the same with apologies you kind of like you will kind of like say everything you had to say you will look at the things more objectively because when you write things down you're more objective because it slows your your thought process down and you become more rational and you will just run out of words to say and you will kind of accept it and you will learn to live in the moment and kind of detach from the situation then yeah again as i said um you have to realize that Sometimes the guilt that you're feeling, it doesn't always have to be there. It's not always justified because some toxic people bring certain characteristics in us that other people have never experienced. For example, in some of my relationships, I think I was pretty toxic, but um, in, some, in some ways, I'm not saying in all of ways, but in some ways it was reactive. Just because this person brought up this side of me, brought out this side of me that I did not really like, and I didn't like uh, who I was with this person. So um, it's not always always your fault. Uh, it can be reactive too. So before you start labeling yourself as toxic or abusive or I don't know violent or whatever it is, just really really think about how this pattern manifest itself in your life and is it only with this specific person then it's a really really good um cause for concern just because maybe it's it's not you some people just are just not good for us and um yeah again like work with a professional or try to work it out by yourself to lower your reactivity to your triggers again as i said i get triggered by people commenting on the amount of food i'm eating but i'm not reactive to it at all the whole thing in my mind takes 
literally one second now. And I just think, okay, no, it's fine. It's a lot of food. I'm going to eat it because I can, and it's fine. And I'm not going to feel guilty. And honestly, the moment you start recognizing your triggers and the moment you stop reacting to it, to them, your life is going to change because honestly, it's, it is so, so, so destruct, destructive for ourselves to react to things. Again, we cannot avoid being triggered because the traumas to an extent will be with us forever. But we can 100% control our reactions. We cannot control our past, the past that created those traumas that trigger us. But we can control our present and we can choose not to react to those things. Um, And again, yeah, bottom line, live in the present, practice detachment. Um, Guilt is a useless feeling. Apologize if you have to. And just work on yourself. Ultimately, my advice for every single situation is just work on yourself. Awareness and repetition is what will get you to where you need to be. That will help you lower your reactivity and just start living life unbothered by any of those negative feelings because you know you are doing your best. Well, I hope hope you found this relatable and useful. And this is exactly what I help people with. So if you want to work with me, you can message me at Have I Ever Loved Myself on Instagram or TikTok. And um, yeah, I hope you find this really, really helpful. Let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Please give this podcast five stars if you enjoyed it and consider leaving a review. I would really appreciate it. I share a lot of personal stuff on this podcast and it would mean a lot to me to know if it's helpful and get some feedback from it. You can also follow me on TikTok at Have I Ever Loved Myself where I share my daily tips and motivation. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.